a registered charity in the northeast of England in the UK. Visit our website for information on all our activities at youngwomensfilmacademy.co.uk where you can also donate online. Hi, my name's Natalia. I'm from Young Women's Film Academy and I'm going to be interviewing Jane. Hey, can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, my name's Jane and I work for Mears, which is a company that's been commissioned by the Home Office to work with asylum seekers. Can you tell what, how your first, when your routine was before COVID-19 happened and how it's changed since? Okay. Um... Before COVID happened, um, my specific role is to be a welfare manager and I have colleagues who are housing managers. So the housing managers look after the, the houses and the buildings or the hotels or hostels that asylum seekers come into. And my role as a welfare manager is to work with the people to check that they have everything in place that they need, that they feel safe and happy if they need a GP or the need to register children with schools or if there's any safeguarding issues it would be my job to deal with that. Um, how things have changed in the first couple of weeks of lockdown we kind of did that where possible remotely so I did a lot of work from home on the, the telephone which I found quite soulless and difficult and th there's only so much you can do over the phone when you're not with somebody to see actually how they physically are, if they're, if they're, they're happy and if they're well. They can just say they are when they're not really. So I was quite eager to get back out into the field as soon as possible. So I think I lasted at home doing remote inspections for about three or four weeks. Um, prior to the lockdown, the company I worked for had done their own semi sort of little risk assessment on the staff and the welfare and the health of the staff and because I'm a certain age Natalia I'm getting on um I was in the higher category last year I did have pneumonia so they didn't want me out in the field straight away I thought that was quite good the way they did like a little poll of people to see how they were and utilize the best place people to do it but yeah. then when it came to coming back out into the field, I've got bells and whistles, PPE, everything you could possibly wish for, um, you know, in terms of from masks to pennies even, to shoe covers, to hair nets, if I should. I wear the bare minimum that I have to because it kind of stifles the interaction you have with people. And we also try and social distance as much as possible. That's sometimes difficult when you're going into people's houses or, or people are really upset. But I'm really mindful about where I am in a building and where my colleagues are and when, where the, the people who are working with are, just to try and keep us all safe, really. How has COVID-19 affected your work or workplace? It, it's made things take longer to do. And because there's less people out in the field who are covering people who are shielding, um, I'm having to drive quite long distances. The area that we cover is from Middlesbrough up to Berwick and over to Holt Whistle. So it's all of sort of that northeast triangle. So, for example, today I've been down to Sunderland, I've been up to Ashington and to Blythe. And I've been over to Holt Whistle. So I must have done about 200 miles today 
Um, so it, it means more traveling and less face-to-face -face time, but that's just kind of the nature of what we're, we're dealing with at the minute. Normally there would be three of me for every, every one, so I wouldn't have to be doing that. Has this situation impacted your mental health or are you afraid to go to work due to it? I'm, I'm not afraid to go to work. Um, I'm just more cautious and take extra precautions and, and really careful and trying to be mindful um, all the time. It's easy to sometimes just forget um, but you know I've got my hand sanitizer on the car seat next to us and a big box of wipes to remind myself all the time um, so I'm not really frightened about being out. I did feel a little bit sort of lonely because I live on my own Natalia and yeah. I, you know when you're in the house all the time making phone calls I felt like a little bit distanced from reality mm -hmm. from the real world which is one of the reasons why I really you know, wanted to, to get out and about and into the real world again. Obviously, you've got family and friends who you talk to, and Zoom's been a great thing. Um, but in the main, I'm, I think I'm quite resilient, and I've been able to sort of cope with it quite well. The Young Wounds Film Academy, a unique project providing girls and young women the opportunity to create their own films and digital content under the expertise of an all-female production team. What do you think about the government's measures of COVID-19? Mm. <laughs> I think they were very slow to react. Yeah. I think this, they have and they still are putting out mixed messages. They're not leading by example. Um, I've given up watching the, the updates because it changes and it's unclear quite yeah. a lot what what they're actually saying and I won't ever quote them when I'm out at work because somebody will contradict what I say mm -hmm. um, and I think that they've done a that they've done a bad job quite frankly I think it could have been a lot sooner a lot quicker um, and a lot more measured if they'd looked at sort of things like um, international evidence like the fact that it was only a couple of weeks ago that it, starting to quarantine people for 14 days some of the people who i work with come into the country natalia and they haven't been tested and they haven't been in quarantine and that's yes. the home office themselves so i feel let down by that quite frankly what kind of improvements would you like to see after the situation's gone and sorted out um i'd like to see more honesty and transparency and for people who are making the rules to stick to the rules, I think, you know, who I'm talking about when I say that, somebody who visited Durham, um, you know, and I'm sure he's not alone in that. Um, and for people to be, to listen and to, to, to be more caring for other people and to listen to the best information and advice um, and appreciate the people who are out there actually you know, NHS, any key workers um, doing the face-to-face -face work um, in, a, in, a, in a difficult time. And I think I want people to be just a little bit more kind and understanding to each other. What is the most important lesson or message you've learned from this pandemic? Um, I, you know, I just echo what I said in the, in the last question about 
listening to the, the, the information, working on empirical evidence um, and trying to get it right. Not everybody's perfect. You can't get it right all the time. But to admit when you're wrong and change, learn from it and move on. And for people generally to be nicer and kinder to each other um, and help and support each other who are more vulnerable in society because there's an awful lot of people who need that kind of help and support. What measures are you taking to protect yourself if you think you're in public and the person's carrying it, like carrying the disease? It's, it's a funny one because, I, you know, people can be asymptomatic. I could have it and I wouldn't know about it. And I could be passing it on to people at work or my family when I see them. The most, I can honestly say, nobody's been across my door since the 23rd of March. But, um, so I think that's quite good so far. But when I'm out, out <laughs> yeah. About, yeah, when I'm out and about, I've kind of got an attitude where, I'd be as careful and as measured as I can, but I can't control the world. If I could, we wouldn't be here. Um, yeah. So yeah, just be a bit more vigilant. How have your clients coped with COVID-19 and lockdown? Oh, my clients. Um, some of them are really good and resilient and follow everything to the letter of the law. Um, and then other people um, are just not accepting it of it all, thinking that it's above them, but we have to be um, quite firm with them and that doesn't come naturally to me. You know, you know, you have to sort of say, this is how it is. Otherwise, you know, there'll be measures taken against you and I hate doing anything like that. But I think generally in the main, most people, um, most people have coped really well, especially the ones who are, are coming into the country from all sorts of different countries and different methods in lorries or on boats and then coming to, up to the northeast to seek sanctuary. And they're really grateful and they'll do whatever you can. And they've been fantastic in the main. The Young Women's Film Academy, a unique project providing girls and young women the opportunity to create their own films and digital content under the expertise of an all-female production team. 